Hello everybody, we're rocking and rolling. Hope everybody had a absolutely pleasant holiday. Be it Christmas, be it Hanukkah, be it winter solstice, be it just family holiday. Today we got a lot to talk about. In my little list here. So I always like to look at the playoff probabilities report in the NHL because it really gives you a better statistical preview of who's really going to finish up in this thing. Granted, it changes throughout the year and everything. <coughs> but this year has been a really good year, and uh, it's no surprise, I think, that the Bruins are there at the top of the Atlantic for, uh, for that first seed. Looks like a lot of teams are going to be coming out of the Metro. A lot of people saying the Flyers are going to pick up that last spot in the Metro. And I think it's no surprise there. I think the I think most people in the Metro would have thought maybe New Jersey would have done a little bit better. I don't think anyone was expecting Taylor Hall to get traded. That's for sure. Um, the Atlantic, I guess, you know, the Sabres, they always start off hot. I mean, they destroyed the Stars early in the season. And now, sitting there, fading back. Over in the West, we're thinking it's going to be pretty even, 4-4. Four and four. Um, Newcomer, Arizona Coyotes, Arizona is a team that I think should be not underestimated, shouldn't be underestimated. Picked up Taylor Hall. They've been in first place. I don't know if they are right now. We'll check on that in a minute. But the playoff predictor says Arizona will go third. So if Dallas was to go third, no, that's not right. It would be... Arizona and Colorado, maybe, in the playoffs. But it would be cool to see an Arizona-Dallas playoff series, for sure. Um, Vancouver getting really hot. I think a few people expected that, but not most. Missed the playoffs this year. If the Oilers get hot and can, uh, and obviously Connor McDavid can get it done, um, and I wouldn't be too surprised there in the central of the Western Conference if it stays St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, and Winnipeg. Um, during the Winter Classic, it seemed like Nashville, it was a very scary team as far as quick sharpshooting. When 
when they could get in that position, but I didn't see what I didn't see is teamwork. I didn't see a whole lot of crisp passing and that that type of deal with playmaking. And I don't think too many would disagree with me. Um, you know, the Wild are sitting, sitting, gonna probably sit back again after acquiring Zuccarello, and kind of makes you wonder just what exactly is uh, going on there. So when you complain about your GM, if you're in a playoff position. Think about the other teams. I mean, some of these teams have been in the bottom for so long. Oh yeah, it looks like San Jose is going to miss. And I think partly due to Pavelski leaving. And partly due to that team never could get past the uh, the Western Championship round. And I think a lot of people thought they would and they couldn't quite get it and I wouldn't be surprised if Carlson gets dilled off and they just try to rebuild um yeah and that's pretty good year here so moving on in my podcast I uh like to do a historic fact of the day so Today is January 2nd, Um, and I thought it was quite fascinating that on this day there was a speech given at Caltech about the anticipation of nanotechnology um, by a physicist named Richard Feynman. I believe Feynman possibly but Feynman I think and that speech in itself was called there's plenty of room at the bottom colon an invitation to enter a new field of physics and this was back in December 29th of 1959 According to Wikipedia, Feynman considered the possibility of direct manipulation of atoms. And uh, I think since then they've been able to do quite well in that community. And especially in the sporting world where we are seeing it used quite often in products such as the inner lining of a football it can help it stay inflated and uh, sporting sports clothes which are becoming more and more popular and they're developing these textures on these these sports clothes that are like silk they're they're comfortable. I think a lot of people like to buy the pro line just because of the comfort level is increased as well as that name brand. But I guarantee you Nike has top nanotechnology people on their side. I can guarantee you. 
I don't want them calling me, for sure. They got a lot of power. Moving on. There was a big, big deal in Chicago. As cannabis becomes legal in Illinois, nearly 3.2 million in the first day. Um, that's a lot of money and that's a lot of weed. <laughs> and for people that are uninformed, there's a lot of products in those stores that dementia patients and cancer patients and different people, types of people that may not want to smoke the flower or vape. Obviously, now vaping is starting to be really criticized. But uh, there's even a Coca-Cola. I was up in Washington. I had a... It wasn't a Coca-Cola, but it was a cola. And, you know, it had a little additive. And it's very mild and relaxing. And I think a lot of people know this. I, I don't think the stigma is what it once was. But it certainly is criminalized in the South and in parts of the, the East and, you know, Wyoming and Idaho. They need to go ahead and follow suit. I could imagine the western side of the U.S. all just legalizing really soon. You already have Nevada. You already have recreational in Nevada, California, Oregon, Washington, Illinois, and I believe uh, Michigan, Maine, I think, and then maybe New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, and that's about it on the rec, rec in Colorado. And I've been to most of those states. But I could imagine going to a Blackhawks game is a lot more enjoyable now. I could just imagine. And I want to mention that I've been wanting to plan a trip to Chicago. And possibly go through... Before or after, I would like to go to Notre Dame. People don't realize South Bend, Indiana is just a hop, skip, and a jump from Chicago. Um, when I hear Chicago, I think big city lights, you know, but there's some interesting places around it for sure. Um, and... Uh, I think that would be great. Illinois as the... Illinois, Michigan seems to be a good little spot. If you want to do some Midwestern living with some good snow and everything, I wouldn't mind doing a year in Ann Arbor. Go to some uh, Wolverine hockey games. Moving on, speaking of juniors, we just finished the International Foundation when Finland takes the gold. Which, now I think... If the NHL didn't did not pay so damn well, you would see a Finnish league of just sheer 
just beautiful skating and just beautiful shots and beautiful passing and just beautiful play because that's how the Finns do it. Uh, so congrats to Team Finland on a gold medal at the World Juniors. Apparently, uh, the final score there against the Yanks was 1-0, so it was tied there. And I think U.S. hockey is coming a long way, and I know it's getting bigger in the South when you see people like Austin Matthews coming out of Arizona and and so on and so forth. It's a game that takes some time to get to understand if you weren't raised up on it. But it is the it is the great sport. But since I want to do a sort of well-rounded sports cast, I'm going to add in NFL ball to the mix. And I'm going to go ahead and say I can't totally blame Jerry Jones for possibly keeping Jason Garrett considering if we would have if the kicker Meyer Maher would have made just one more kick anywhere one more kick against the Jets we wouldn't even be talking about this we'd be talking about playoffs um so I don't know if in those meetings they're talking about a timeline a price or if they're talking about about this I could see a really tough defensive guy coming in. I could see a really tough offensive coordinator type coming in. But they are going to need that hard-ass... You know, Marinelli is a hard-ass, but he's old. He's an old man. No offense, he's a greater man than I'll ever be, but he's, he's getting old. And you, at some point, need to... Get that guy in there in the coaching staff that's really going to tear some ass. And so there's probably plenty of reasons that I don't know as to why it's not the kicker's fault. But I think the season was the kicker's fault. Because this happened on multiple games. This was not a one-time deal that you forgive. You know, he... Just any of these little field goals, if he would have made, would have probably been game changers on several games. Jets especially. Now, later on, we got the good kicker, and he made all the kicks there in these last few games, and we laid eggs. And there was, I'm going to be honest with you, there was questionable offensive coordinating. Um, you know, this is, this isn't the Little League's. This isn't the Little Leagues, and this isn't Pee Wee. And it's fun that you, it's nice that you have fun with your offensive coordinator. But we need to be calling simple, effective, powerful, shocking plays. And that's all I'm going to say about the Cowboys. I don't really blame him if he keeps Garrett, honestly. Who is he going to get him? Get to replace him? He could possibly get a really good head coach type to just take over the offense and then he's got two because what did Garrett do wrong was probably not be not have his team you know prepared 
which is his job, which is why people want him fired. And which is why I'm wishy-washy and I see their side too. My point is I don't blame Jerry Jones if I was in his shoes. You know, you got to pay kickers, man. But anyways, the Cowboys are not in it. So the Bills-Texans, that's going to be tough. That is going to be tough. And I'm just going to go Texans. And again, wishy-washy, I could see the Bills easily taking that. But I feel like the Texans may bring a uh, bit of a bit of heat to the cold Buffalo Bills. Titans Patriots. Well, I'm gonna say Titans. <laughs> Just because I'm tired of Tom Brady, I'm tired of Bill Belichick, and I'm tired of the New England Patriots. But I'm tired of them because they win all the time, and that's kind of a a dumb reason to be tired of someone, but I'm just bored of it. I mean, it's just every year, it's every year. Two gifted individuals. We also have in the wild card, we have the Viking Saints. Another tough contest. Um, man, all these are tough. Every the last two I've mentioned were tough. We're very close. Uh, Viking Saints. Uh, I gotta go New Orleans, but I could see the Vikings taking it. They're they're a powerful team, and I think Drew Brees may just be hungry enough. And he kind of got screwed last year. So Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks. And God forbid the Eagles win this game. They would go on to play the Saints. Which they would lose. So I, the Eagles might squeak this one. Um, and I've noticed the Seahawks have been winning by just one possession a lot. So... We don't know who the Niners will take. We don't know who the Ravens will take. We don't know who the Chiefs will take. Or the Packers. But I promise you that those Niners are going to bring it. Those Ravens and those Chiefs. And those are three easy teams to bet on and make some money. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to let you off the hook. Uh, tune in tomorrow, and hopefully we have more of the kinks worked out. Uh, have a pleasant evening. Bye-bye.